0: Welcome to the Moments Matter podcast, where empty nesting mom, Sonia, and her adulting daughter, Julia, that's me, discuss what it takes to have healthy, faithful relationships with your teens all the way into their adult years. Tune in each week as we pick a life moment and talk about why it already matters and how we can take it to the next level with actionable purpose and true joy, even when it's hard. I'm Julia, and today I'm on with my mom, Sonia, and uh, so I think I got my love of documentaries from you.
1: <laughs> I'm just going okay, right well, into it. I, I want to I g- tell them how we got to this conversation. We are going to talk about documentaries for a second, um, but let's, uh, you know, we we're sitting here going, oh, how are we going to introduce this? And Julia's like, you know how on Frozen, when Olaf says, what does he say? He says, <laughs> Do you know?
0: He says, Do you know that turtles breathe through their
1: <laughs> butts? On Frozen,
0: I think I'm it's like, Frozen yeah, too. I but don't think I we. Ha-
1: Wait, I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, I'm watching a documentary in this. Therefore, now this is what we're going to talk about. But not I just about turtles. Clarify. Though, not
0: not <laughs> watching a documentary about turtles breathing through their butts. <laughs> no, it- I was I was watching a documentary on the
1: Frozen movies. <laughs> Disney Plus and the Frozen movies they have <laughs> and I'm like oh man I'll have to add that to my list of documentaries that I want to to see it's very um, interesting because I, there's it is very interesting and I've I've, and I'm like oh, okay we're strange people we like documentaries but I but I like different documentaries than your dad which is interesting because mm. you know if he'll sit through mine I have to sit through his yep and stuff, but we do like documentaries on things. I mean, on people, on different lives, on how you know cheese came to be. Mm. Um, those are his <laughs> too bad and I watched that those. Yeah, the food, <laughs> the food ones. Well, it was, that one was interesting, though. Have you, if you've ever watched the ones on, like, um, oh, the food that built America? The candy con- yes, those yes. are awesome. Yeah,
0: those are fun.
1: Those are really those interesting.
0: Were,
1: yes, I just, I guess I'm the ones that. The history ones, and are not so much my not history because it's all history. I meant like war historical, ones, I guess. like yeah, the actual post- historical yes.
0: ones. Yeah, yeah.
1: exact. Yes, that's what you call them. I rather it's about facts. I'm like nerdy in that way. That's my enneagram five. My headspace definitely popping yeah. out and going. I'm nerdy because I do like. So what's on what? On you're right, say right that now? Always always say that um there's one about the hillsong church that's like a four-part doc series mm. and that was on there and somebody else just recently <sighs> i can't remember what the other one was but i did okay so i can tell you a couple i just watched though i watched the one about the have you ever seen the one on the beanie babies oh yeah, the history of the, yeah. oh that was straight and, up creepy <laughs> That was, and it's like, that's mad, and uh, it's sad. It's so sad. It's That, crazy. and then the ones about the the legging company. What's that legging company that had? Oh, that, uh, Lula Rowe. Lula, yes. That's awful, too.
0: Yeah. What, what was anyway, that on? So that's on are... Prime, I think, right? The Lula Row one was really weird and cultish it's kind weird. of weird stuff. Yes, it was. And
1: just wrong. So, yeah. Anyway. It's very interesting. Yeah. Anyway. So that's, we. Yeah. We anyway, again, that digress, was all. Digress. That was it. We were just talking that about all. documentaries. We were just talking about documentaries and because I she talked about a, lot of people a turtle like, in its butt. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Most, I would feel like <laughs> a lot of people do like documentaries. Just ones like that are more interesting for sure. Then, Because dad likes his historical ones. Caleb also likes historical ones. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's interesting. Which
1: maybe I would, I guess. Maybe I, I should stop saying that and just try it. Yeah. I don't know. You could try. You could. I mean, it's okay
0: to not care. It's. it's, Oh, I learned this the other day. (laughs) Well, someone gave me this advice (laughs) anyway. It's okay (laughs) that you don't have to, you don't care about the same things that your spouse cares about all the time. You should try to work on caring, but it's okay that you don't care about everything the same way. And I thought that was Mm. really good.
1: Um, Have you told your husband that?
0: Yeah, we, uh, yes. How did it go? <laughs> <laughs> it went good. It went good. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. we've worked on me not caring about Pokemon and and the patio furniture. And <laughs> and <laughs> what does he not care about? Flowers. There's, I'm sure there's <laughs> other things, yeah, that he doesn't care about. Those things I don't care about. <laughs> oh, I know, he okay. <laughs> he doesn't so much care about, like, all the relational stuff that I talk about. And, like, he'll... I know when he's not listening anymore. Right? You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but don't yes. we all do that yeah. in different different ways? So
1: it is anyway. true. It is true. Your de yes. I Everybody's, try really hard to go. Everybody. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. What
0: well, you it. do, you have to love and support that thing, even yes. when you don't have the same passion for it.
1: That is true. It is very true.
0: Anyway. There you go. Okay. Tip of yes. the day. There you go.
1: Tip of the day. Anyway, now-
0: <laughs> shifting complete <laughs> gears. Complete. Complete. Uh, talking about using guilt as a manipulation tactic
1: with your kids. I was recently talking with a friend about this this subject, um, and it's amazing. How many friends we have, how many people we know, that this is a thing. Um, and it's a thing that our her and I, at least, are working very hard on not doing to our children, um, because we've experienced it, or we've had friends that have experienced it to a deep level, and we see the destruction that it causes in their lives. And it's just really difficult. It's really a conversation about boundaries. It's not even really about guilting your children or not guilting your children. what does it mean? It's actually a definitely a deeper conversation about boundaries. One of the best books that I've read recently is by Lisa Turkhurst and it's um, Good Boundaries and Goodbyes. She this I recommend this book for especially all you women that are between the ages 35 to 50 because I feel like all of us are in that same boat somewhat of it's just a different generation than what our, our moms and dads, our aunts, and uncles, our grandmas all grew up in. And it's something that we've just, I don't know if we're just more aware of it or we were aware of it and want to try to change things for the better in the future. And one of those things has to do with setting boundaries. Um, Boundaries is a, is a, like a curse word to a lot of people, but
0: yeah, it doesn't have a good it's taste actually in your
1: mouth usually. No, but how do I even start? Um, how does it make you feel when <laughs> all of a sudden you see um, your phone ringing no, how do you, you, how do you? I'm trying to word this correctly because I don't. I I really want to be careful here because I, I don't want to say that every, buddy experiences this in their lives, of someone making them of, of a parent making them feel guilty. Um, but if you as a parent are doing these things, if your child is looking at their phone and they see that your name pop up on their phone and they're, they're tensing up and they're afraid to answer, or they see a text message and the same thing. There is a tense um, heart palpitation. (laughs) Something's wrong. Something's wrong in that. There shouldn't be. I feel like a lot of adult parents try to use manipulation to get what they want out of their relationship with their adult children they've not gotten to a point where they have let go of that adult child um they haven't understood that their happiness does not depend on whether their adult children does or doesn't do something um it's as, it's as bad as, um, it's as easy as, or as, as common as someone saying, um, it's a very passive aggressive way of asking questions to your child. Like, well, you didn't come home for Christmas, so you should be able to do Easter with us. Right, Julia, you wrote that down. Um, that's a that's a perfect passive aggressive text mm-hmm. of a parent placing guilt on an adult child mm-hmm. um, do you see where i'm I'm going with this is that you had this topic of of guilt but it's also really about for me as a parent so i i as a parent not inflicting these passive aggressiveness. Onto you by saying these comments and placing guilt. It's you as the adult child or me as the adult child to my parent, right, is the whole thing about boundaries and what does a boundary look like. And it's not allowing people who take more energy from you than give you energy. There's something to be said about um, keeping in your, in your life something that dr- sucks you dry. Versus fills you up. There's a responsibility for me as a parent, even when I am upset or hurt or disappointed because I didn't get to see them for Christmas, to understand. First of all, I'm going to examine, did they not come home because of something I, like, was it because of me? <laughs> or was it because, hello, they have in-laws now. We we talked about that on the um, episode 69. That was like the last episode we just did. Um, is it that they have children and they actually want to start their own traditions? That's fair. That They need to do that. We did that, <clears throat> right? There are so many different reasons why my child... <clears throat> Excuse me, it didn't come home for Christmas. I can almost guarantee most of the time, my daughter is already feeling bad about it because there's a part of her, you know, um, if she didn't get to come home because she needed to go spend time with her in laws that still missed her mom and dad and her sisters at Christmas time. So, why? In all heaven's name, would I want to make her feel worse, just to make myself feel better? Listen to how crazy that sounds. Isn't that is crazy? But I'm not even talking about holidays. I've had friends that this I, she lost a child, and her mom thinks that. Her grief is over that mom that lost that child. Instead of being a or support, her grief is
0: more than.
1: Hmm. Yes, wow. I, I'm telling you, this is a issue and a problem in, in life that a whole generation doesn't understand that their happiness or their grief is theirs and it doesn't need to be put on their child it's between them and the lord mm-hmm. their child does not have a responsibility it's like this whole um like switching way before it should be done of the parent and then the child you know i hope that when if i ever lose my my mind right because that that's something that can happen to mention all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. your dad's not around, um, that he, <laughs> you guys would help take care of me mm-hmm. and, and you would have to become the parent in the mm-hmm. sense of you'd have to become the authority, right, over me. Yeah. I give you permission. <laughs> <laughs> to do that, I guess, I think. Um, yes. Um, anyway, but until that point. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> <Good>. Until <laughs> that point. <laughs> but until that point. I shouldn't lay responsibility on you to be the parent in any sense of the form. We talked about in the last podcast that I, in our um, document that all of us girls signed when you got married, I promised to be responsible for getting our family together every few years, right? I didn't even promise every year. I do you know, to the best of my ability, but I also understand that not, it's not always going to happen at, at the holidays. Well, ultimately but I promise you're to not have a control. A, yeah. Right. Like I, I understand that. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't, I shouldn't be, but every two years I can plan a family vacation and I can say, you know, two years in advance, can you guys block this time off as best as you can so that we can be together? We'll take care of this and that. And you all get right. Like I I took on that responsibility because I want our family to stay close and connected even through the distances. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Right? If we all lived in the same area, that would look like more of like every two months, maybe maybe once a month on a Sunday meal. Could we all come after a church wherever you go to church? Could you all come and I'll provide a meal? Right? Or but it's the obligation
0: that's manipulation. Yes. Yes. That is manipulation. When you use that against them, and you say, "I plan this every month, and you don't appreciate mm-hmm. me uh, because you don't right. show up," you know, um, every time, that's when it becomes manipulation.
1: And guilting your adult children into d- doing. I'm something. your mother, so you, I should, you know, I deserve this. Do this. Yeah, yes because I'm your mother. Um, That's what honoring me is. (laughs) I say no. I've asked that question before. What does it mean to honor, as an adult, what does it mean to honor my parents? The best way that I can honor my parents at my stage in life is to follow God's word. That's how I can honor my parents. Because as believers... That's what God has asked me to do, is to follow Him. That is most honoring to my parents at my stage in life, because I'm still a child, and that's how I honor my parents. That's good. Um, I want to talk about the words passive-aggressive behavior, because I almost think that using the word guilt, guilting your child, that's what it is. Um, It can be direct, but it can also be passive-aggressive. What does that mean? It's characterized by indirect resistance to the demands of others or avoidance of direct confrontation. Examples of that kind of behavior include the use of silence, mm-hmm. avoidance, sarcasm, and a weaponized kindness.
0: Mm. 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 That last one.
1: hits <laughs> hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, all of those things, right? Yeah, they all do, um, have you for sure. Right? Have any of you experienced upsetting a parent and they don't talk to you for a while? Um, have they ever texted back or texted something to you randomly, very sarcastic? Um, I hate texting anyway in a lot of ways because, right, you can take things wrong, but at the same time, you can tell when something is passive-aggressive and weaponizing... <laughs> Weaponizing kindness. I'll do this for you if you do this. I'll pay. I'll pay for you to come (laughs) if you promise to come all the time. You know, I mean, we can offer to pay for things. I'm not saying that. But it's the way that you do it.
0: And the motivation behind it. Yes. If you're paying, like... I think it's more manipulation when you're you're like, yeah, I'm going to pay for you to do this so that I can like I don't know. It, there's something weird about it. There there's differences. There's differences in just being generous and paying for something for your child versus like paying them and almost making it feel like it's a bribe. You know? I don't know.
1: Right. Yes. No, it's it's there's it's a exactly that. There's a difference. So you as parents out there, you as moms, dads, if you're listening, how do we not do this to our children, right? How how do we stay away from phrases like just a friendly reminder or if that's what you need to do, um, mm. right? How uh-huh. do we stay away from those kinds of phrases? And a lot of the times I think one of the best ways we can do that is realizing, one, that we do it. Um, Two, I I really think it's that whole... The same way that we learn to respond instead of react, it's exactly that. It's thinking before I speak. It's thinking about my motivation before asking my child something. It's, It's my um motivations very much so um behind all of those things
0: and not letting your reaction depend on what they do or say like right. my happiness yeah, exactly or that. my sadness depends on what they they like they do or say towards me uh, because that's an emotional roller coaster and super unhealthy to be in a state where another person de- like that person makes you're dependent on that person for happiness um and that can often often happen in parent adult relationships or grandparent and and oh adult, for sure uh, let
1: children. me tell you th- what happened. So your dad and I, right this year, um, was the first time that it was looking like we weren't all going to be together on Christmas morning. And I'm telling you, this was—it is hard as a parent, and it's okay to for it to be hard because I definitely don't want to say that there's that it's it's wrong to be sad about different things that you're you know happen yeah. and change and all of that kind of stuff because it's 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 how you handle it right and we were sad because literally your your sister's this would have been her you know 27th christmas and we'd always been together since she was you know born and so that's just a realization it it whether i have christmas on christmas morning with her or another morning it's still the same the feelings are still the same dates are not need don't need to be important it's the celebration together at whatever time it is. The Lord still worked it out in crazy ways. We were all still together, but I know it's going to happen one of these days. But because we knew that was going to happen, um, your dad and I are like, okay, well, let's start some new traditions. Even if all the kids didn't show up, what would we still want to do? What are we going to invite them to be a part of? Because him and I do need to start thinking that way because there will be a Christmas morning that is just him and I, right? And so what are those things are are we going to look forward to, right? And so we started thinking about those things and we're like, well, it's Tennessee. It doesn't usually get cold on Christmas psych, because it snowed this year, but, and it was the deepest frost we've had in years. Um, But normally it's like not a bad day. Well, we can go on a hike, like there's so many beautiful places to hike. We could even go see like a a frozen waterfall or something. You know that would be super fun for us to do if it's okay weather. We could do that. We could do this for our breakfast. We could you know. So we started getting into like what how can we make it? And now let's invite our kids that are going to be here on Christmas. Let's invite them into that space mm-hmm. and into what is ours. And they can decide not to. They can decide to stay home during our hike. <clears throat> they can decide you know mm-hmm. they can make and and we need to be okay with that but we also feel like we're going to do these fun things because we know that one day it's just going to be him and i
0: mm-hmm.
1: so trying to th- think of things even though you're in the sad whatever it is um even today like i was talking with my oldest her mother-in-law and she's like yeah um, last night we watched the kids. So Ashley and Simeon could go to a movie and I'm thinking, oh, I haven't even had Penny yet. Like when Ashley <laughs> and Simeon went away, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so silly. That's so silly. Cause mm-hmm. I'm going to have them in no- November overnight, whether she has them before that or not, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I know that there was going to be a time it's, it, but for that split second, I felt that I'm human. I'm, you know, but I'm not going to call up my daughter and go, well, I haven't even had her. Mm. That would have been awful. Wouldn't that have been awful?
0: Mm -hmm. That's guilt tripping for sure.
1: Yeah. Like we don't need to do that as parents. Come on, guys. Like really start thinking about this. If you want to have good relationships with your adult children, stop being passive aggressive. Stop guilt tripping them. Stop making your happiness about them your happiness your joy is what you make of it it's what your trust and your relationship with your spouse that's 100% your your um goals right now should all be about your marriage right and if you if you're single I, it needs to be about you in Christ it needs about your ministries that you're doing as a single mom or a single dad it's not about your kids. They come, but it's how can I pour into their lives? How can I not be a sucker of joy and a sucker of energy? Mm. And right, you want to yes. be a pourer of energy. You want to be pourer of joy. Is that even a word? Amen. I don't <laughs> know, but that's good. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm all up in this. This is a very close topic to me, I guess. I just, because I hear more and more stories of people my age who... Are dreading that phone call or that text, and it's sad. It really is sad, and I, I know of a new generation that doesn't want to be. Who for their are dreading
0: children. whose kids are dreading a text or call from them, or they're dreading.
1: No, we're our generation is dreading and um, feeling anxious and our body and our hearts palpitating and being tight when we see that text from our parent or we see that phone call. Oh, from from your parent. Yes. Right. There's so, yeah, there's so many people in that generation from 35 to, you know, 50 that I've heard that about or even Hmm. older, a little bit older. It's just, it's, and it's something that needs to change. We need to be the, the legacy changers. We Mm. need to leave a better legacy. We need to be the ones that Recognize that there is a culture out there of passive aggressiveness, and texting is the worst. Yeah, texting is. and avoiding confrontation, and no boundaries. Oof. I'd like to do a whole. We're going to have to do a whole episode on boundaries. I feel <laughs> okay, like this I just, sounds good. <laughs> I, I need to, you know, review some of my notes better uh-huh. and talk about them more. So we will do that. I think that's great. I think
0: all of what you just said is (laughs) amazing, and Uh, I fully agree and support all of it Um, because it's so true. I am so thankful that you are not a mom that guilt guilt trips me into doing things. Oh, my goodness. I I could not say thank you enough for (laughs) for that. Um, You have worked so hard, and that's the thing. It's not like it comes easy to you. It's not like just because we have a good relationship Like you have you it's easy like of course I'm not gonna guilt trip her for this or like of course I'm not gonna hurt because they're not like they're not coming to this or they're not gonna my like my oh, middle daughter does not call me unless we're talking about work you know like those types of things <laughs> that you I have to that's work why I love at. doing a podcast with you <laughs> i know we get to talk all the time it's great <laughs> um no it is really good so i commend you for that because it's not like it's easy and it seems like it is on the outside and it, i forget like i take it for granted sometimes that you really work hard to be the mom that you are, and it's amazing. I am very thankful for that, and I'm very thankful you have friends that um, you can I- influence and encourage to be that kind of mom for their kids, too, um, because it's—man, it can get really messed up. Um, the guilt-tripping especially, the manipulation and the selfishness and the dependency on your kids— on your grandkids to make you happy I've seen it in my friends And I've seen it up close And it's just it's not It's not good Your happiness and identity Should be in Christ And
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's where ultimate Satisfaction is going to come from Those people can never make you all, Like happy They just can't People can't make you Satisfyingly happy All the time It just doesn't happen
1: so, and if you are one of, almost, almost, oh, yeah, no. two seconds, <laughs> but for those moms that do feel like, you know, that their happiness comes from their children and they have that empty hole and they're feeling that I want to really encourage you that Christ is the answer. If you've never received Christ as your savior and you've never gotten that hole filled by him and by the Holy Spirit, I encourage you I um, to reach out to us um, at Sonja, S-O-N-J-A, at BigMomentMentor.com, or even someone in your local church that's closer to you, I really, I really encourage you to get the ultimate healing and the ultimate happiness, the one that fills that hole, that Christ-sized hole. That's what it is. That's exactly what that hole looks like, is Him. And he comes and he gives you the Holy Spirit and they can be, he's your comfort, he's your joy, he's your guide. And um, that's who I rely on when it gets tough and hard.
0: Hmm. Thank you. With that said, thank you all for listening in on today's episode. Like I always say, if you enjoyed hearing us have a conversation today, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We love hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening. We know that moments matter, and you never know which moments will end up mattering the most. So we're here to give you actionable steps toward taking them to the next level for the present and for eternity.